Previously on the campaign trail. I am. I'm going to get the band back together. Also, you should probably uh, be watching the news, Moonbeam. You'll find out all about what happened to your little friend in Douche Castle. What a terrible palaver that was. Uh, I'm looking at the bookstore to see if they have any um, Jamie Childs. Uh, you see a book called Necromancy in the Modern Era by Mark Schaefoss. Palakos, welcome to the Comfy Sofa interview. Is it true that your party is so disorganised that two candidates tried to stand in the Forest of Mean? That's a misunderstanding. So if outside forces can so simply mess with your party's infrastructure, can you really be trusted in government? Well, I think we can be trusted in government, and I think the measure of that is the enemies that we have, who do not want us in government, and are stooping to such mean, low, dirty tricks. And uh, behind the stall, you see a dwarf, grey-haired, ragged, wearing an eye patch, and uh, he says, Cake! I'm selling cake! Good, strong cake! Cake strong enough to break your teeth! Mr. Dwarf, I think you might have a fundamental misunderstanding of the nature of cake. I've run out of jelly. Can you grab me some jelly? It's in the counter over there. Okay, I bring him some jelly. A gelatinous cube bursts out of the cupboard and it engulfs you. Ah! And the gelatinous cube uh, starts expanding uh, out of the cupboard with Tilda and Boskin stuck inside it. Roll for initiative. I have trapped inside a jelly. <laughs> so, Pelicos, you see uh, Tilda getting scooped up in this jelly and floating around in there. What do you do? Looks! Good lord! Um, that's a really good question. <laughs> <laughs> Now we're all a bit I, 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 I am astounded. I'm just, just going to jab at it with my sword, short sword. Okay, go for it. Um, that may well be a 16. Yeah, that hits. And that's just a 1d6 plus 3 at the moment. Is a light jab to see what... Is this really jelly? <laughs> Five. Okay, cool. Uh, yes, it is jelly, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Uh, it's sort of living I am well jelly, jelly. <laughs> uh, the cube goes next and uh, af- after you stab it it sort of wobbles and gyrates for a bit uh, and then it's going to uh, slop off a little bit to the side and now there are two jellies am I in both of them? Uh, <laughs> uh, you're in one and uh, uh, Boskin the other person is stuck in the other one uh, so, Tilda, is your go. Can you make a dexterity okay. saving throw? 17. Okay, yeah, you managed to pop your head out of the top of the jelly and you can breathe again. It was a bit worrying there. Jelly's not uh, So you're not going to... T- <laughs> 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 so you're not going to take any poison damage this time uh, but you can make a strength check to try and escape or if you've got any other um, moves you want to I try I was just going to try and eat my way out <laughs> uh, okay make a num check Const- constitution 
<laughs> Constitution check. Eight. Uh, you you ate it. Uh, <laughs> you you eat about a mouthful and um, it's uh, it's raspberry jelly, which is not Tilda's favourite, unfortunately. And so you just kind of go, Bleh. Uh, but carry on, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so Gorbro goes next, and he is uh, going to wield his battle axe and try and give a slice. Uh, that's 20, that's going to hit. And that does... 1d8. Where's my d8? There we go. 5 points of damage. And he uses his hand axe for his second attack. And does 6, which hits. Uh, and he does... 4 points of damage. Uh, and as he's doing this, uh, he shouts, Aha! I'll get you, you stubby little jelly! Or something like that. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dareth, you've got two jellies, one with Tilda's head poking out, the other with a uh, struggling little boy inside it. So what I'm going to do is, we're, we're in like a kitcheny area. Yeah. Could I grab a rather long knife? from Ooh. the table cast heat metal sure. on the blade of it and ah. stab the jelly with my fire knife okay. can I do that? Um, I don't know if that's in the rules but I don't know how many rules we're playing with <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay I think make an attack plus Strength, um, yeah, strength. and then did it take the damage of the smell of the spell? Yeah, plus one d4 for slashing damage from the knife, and then do your spell damage. Okay. That, that'll be how we do it. So attack plus strength is not very much. It doesn't have very much AC. Five. Oh, that just misses. <laughs> Unless we're considering oh. this as like. Because so say my dagger would have plus five to hit, which would make it a ten. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's Yay! go with that. Okay. Okay. So, it so roll damage. Take three piercing damage plus forty-eight of the magic damage. Ooh. So this is fire damage. I don't know if it is heat to fire. Uh, Nineteen. No, it's not. Ooh. Ouch. Uh, it's looking pretty bad off. Uh, the second cube goes next, and it's going to try and engulf Pelicos. Make a dexterity saving. Ah! Oh, this one should be easy. Ah, uh, thirteen. Uh, you just dodge out of the way. Ah, yeah, it was you, easy. You dance. <laughs> you dance out of the way as this uh, cube comes lumbering towards you and uh, flails in your general direction, but you you dance aside. Uh, Pelicos, it is your go. Ah, touche! So there are people within range of the cubes. I shall, I shall sneak attack the one with Tilda in it. Aha! Go for it. That is a nineteen. Yeah, that is. So that is. So standard damage is eight and five, uh -huh. nine, twelve. 
extra. Yuch. Uh, this uh, cube is not looking good. Ha <laughs> uh, The cube goes next. The cube with Tilda inside. I shall, um, I shall dice my cube. <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, it's just going to try and flail at... Um, I think I think Pelicos because you just attacked it. Uh, so uh, that's fifteen versus AC. Um, oh, meets beats. Ah, okay. So that is going to be uh, nine points of acid damage. Ah, as you are flopped in the face by some jelly. Uh, Tilda, it is your go. Embarrassing. Okay. I'm gonna try and break out of the jelly. Okay, oh, go for it. Make a strength, strength check. Yeah, <laughs> three. Okay, no, you just—I <laughs> think you're too tempted by the the sweet. Delicious. <laughs> safe, Can I eat a bit more del- jelly? Delicious. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, you eat a bit more jelly. <laughs> how, how sentient is this jelly that you're eating? I don't care. Uh, <laughs> let's not think about that. <laughs> Uh, Gorbro is going to try and plunge a hand into the jelly to get his little assistant out. So he's going to make a strength check. Uh, It's a 10, which does not beat. Uh, So now Gorbro has his arm stuck in one of the jellies. Uh, Dareth, it's your go. So I've done some stabbing. I don't Mm. think jelly has ears. So dissonant whispers isn't going to be that helpful. Uh, this how sentient they are is a it's quite a deep question. Well, I'm looking at its um, attributes. Uh, I mean, it has senses, so it can hear things. No, I'm going to do thunder wave instead. That's fun. Okay. Just going to do a thunder. Uh, everyone's going to have to make a dexterity saving throw, I think. I'm not going to do a thunder. <laughs> <laughs> I could still do a thunder. That could be fun. Actually, yeah, yeah no, there's Tilda inside this. Yeah. yeah, no, let's yeah, I, might get, I might get waved. Please don't, please don't <laughs> die. I, I don't want to die. Um, this is not whispers on the jelly. It's okay. a wisdom a save. Wisdom save? Okay. Uh, 17. That saves. <laughs> uh, that's with a minus one, <laughs> minus two to wisdom. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to... So, 16. Sorry. Yeah, it's minus two to wisdom, so 16. Yep, it still saves. Ah, Bums. Bums, indeed. Uh, the second cube is going to do a flop at uh, you, Dareth, then. All right, that's fair. That's uh, 20 non-natural. I think that would do a, do a bit of a hit. Yeah. Uh, eight points of acid damage. Eight points of acid damage. Uh, so you get jelly all over your face. And it, I, I, uh, I don't taste it. <laughs> uh, Pelicos, it's your go. Um, I'm going to sneak it again. And well, uh-huh. I'm not so sneaky, but it had no, it has no eyes. It can't see me. <laughs> I'll, I'll accept that. Yeah, and that's another nineteen. Yeah, that hits. Excellent. So it's the same again. One d six plus three and a three d six. Um, so that's six points in normal damage on the Tilda cube. Uh huh. And 11 points of sneak damage. Ooh. Uh, the one with Tilda uh, collapses and melts away, and Tilda is now Hooray! free! 
so that cube is gone. You Tilda, cube, you lose. <laughs> <laughs> Tilda, it's your go. You're covered in jelly, but uh, you are happy. free. Uh, you've still got... We've still got one more jelly that's uh, now got two people caught right, in. Right, I'm going to stab the other jelly with my short sword. Yeah. Yes. Go for it. Two uh, people in one jelly. My dice to die, seven. That okay. hits. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's AC is six. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, does four points of damage. Ooh, yeah, you go splooch into it, and it's looking pretty bad off. Uh, Gorbro is going to try and make another strength check to try and get out of the jelly and gets a critical failure uh, so um, I think he his head is now engulfed uh, in jelly uh, Dareth yes um, I look sadly at my loot which is not treating me as well today and oh. then I think what I've done is crafted a little like pouch in my loot strap where the whip lives. Yes. So Ooh. I pull the whip out. Oh, of I forgot the... about the whip. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So did I. I pull the whip out of my loot strap and I. Whip it good. Which is um, a twenty-six. Does that hit? Yeah, that hits. <laughs> Six points of damage. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, it's looking on its last yeah, legs, it's legs. Uh, but jelly. it's well, it's it's last je- jellies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's gonna do a flop. It's on... it's looking a bit wobbly. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna try and flop on. I can say tilt. It. It's gonna try and nobble you. No, up not again. fair. Jelly uh, has it in for me. Eight versus AC, which I imagine is not going to. That does hit. not hit. Uh, Pelicos, it's your go. Ah, I'm just going to try and stop this first jelly. Okay, go for it. And I miss. What did you get? Oh, hang on. Two and bonuses. Yeah. Plus six to hit. Eight. Oh, yeah, yeah. so that hits. <laughs> well, that's five normal damage. Yeah, that it's dead. Uh, <laughs> it explodes in a shower of jelly uh, which goes splattering all over the kitchen uh, all over the cabinets and over the floors uh, and uh, you see Gorbro and uh, his assistant Boskin uh, f- flop to the floor covered in jelly Gorbro's got it all over his beard insert joke and, about uh, the the cabinet here <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gorbro looks up at uh, you all and says Aye, that was uh, that was uh, good, uh, good work. There. You, you got me jelly right down into where I needed it, and here uh, he starts picking, sweeping up some of the jelly into his hands and putting it uh, on the table. And says, "Right now, let's get back to making some cake." Um, yes, I don't think that quite passes the three-second rule. <laughs> <laughs> no, and also you don't put jelly in cake. I put it in my cake. <laughs> I don't think I want to eat your cake. <laughs> uh, I'll eat most things, but I think murderous floor jelly is, is maybe where I draw the line. It would give you a jelly belly. Hey. <laughs> uh, the door opens. Somebody stop and, uh, me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the door opens and Alzar comes walking in and she says, Right, I've got a bit of... what? Uh, okay. 
Uh, she looks around at the kitchen covered in jelly that is somewhat writhing and uh, Gorbro sort of slathering it on top of a cake uh, who gives her a big thumbs up and she just raises an eyebrow and then looks back at you lot who are also Don't covered in cake. jelly and she she nods at you, Tilda, and goes, I am uh, vegetarian. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, perhaps uh, you should uh, c- come and uh, get washed up uh uh so she uh, leads you out uh to the uh, bathrooms where you can get washed up i thought Azor lived on the hearts of her enemies well <laughs> uh it's a cop she has a complicated um <laughs> complicated philosophy food. yes uh can you all make um how, how would you do cleaning up um performance performance uh yeah yeah, let's say performance. Just yeah, just roll plus your performance. Well, see, see how well you clean it. I think Tilda, you've still got a bit of jelly in your hair. Eighteen. Oh, I'm saving that for like eighteen yogurt. Like you sparkle. Yeah, I'm sure this is more arcana than anything. <laughs> <laughs> what did you get, Pelicos? Um, twelve. Okay, yeah, Pelagos, you, you've still got a few splotches on your shirt, uh, but I think you're wearing it well, though. Yes. <laughs> goes with the hat. Um, yeah, you That's come out and... Uh... Something actually goes with his hat. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Oh, he pairs well with jelly. <laughs> I'm astounded. Uh, Alza looks at you and uh, is looking a little discombobulated uh, and uh, she she kind of claps you on the shoulder Palakos and says oh, good work on the uh, comfy sofa so- sofa? comfy sofa interview I didn't expect it to turn quite so hostile it uh, might be my fault Fiona probably still holds a grudge uh, but you're kind of a natural up there oh thank you I was, I was kind of enjoying it a little bit <laughs> of combative performance in the afternoon never hurt uh, anyone well well, speaking of combat, uh, we've got a bit of an issue. Have you uh, seen the news? Um, no. No, because we've been in a jelly. Well, I've been in a jelly. Everyone else Fair has been enough. fighting a jelly, so any news uh, that's happened, we've missed. Uh, she pulls out her magic mirror and shows you a news report, and you see that it's coming from the constituency of Douche Castle. And uh, there are crowds cheering around a set of uh, adventurers and uh, a reporter stands in front and says, Yes, it was a daring and dangerous battle, but the evil living brain that terrorised the people of Douche Castle was finally defeated. We're going to try and interview one of the brave heroes. Uh, y- yes, you, sir. What can you tell us about what happened? And you see a very familiar face. A man with a bushy hair and beard, almost sort of lioness as he uh, strides with flute in hand. Uh, no, he didn't have a flute at this point. Uh, with a lute in hand. And he uh, looks directly into the uh, camera and says, Yes, I can. It was a deadly battle indeed. But me and my trusty lute made sure the day was saved. And that evil floating brain creature was no match for the Unicorn Party's adventuring campaign team. And behind Anderson, you see Sir Fletcher and Joff. Uh, Joff is looking a little uncomfortable to be in this group. Uh, But the reporter says, Ah, yes. So, here we have it. The Unicorn Party have finally unveiled their own adventuring campaign team. And uh, they seem to have put paid to this living brain menace. So, uh, back to you in the studio. Um, And Alza turns off her mirror. I have a question. 
Yes. Can I cast Dissonant Whispers on Anderson through the magic mir- mirror? Uh, this was a recording. Uh, can I try? That, that... <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can try. <laughs> we can just say that I fail. We don't have to roll okay, for it. Okay, you try. And also says uh, that was a recording. Happened a few days ago. But, uh, they're only letting the reports out now. Because we're in the middle of our conference and they want to steal the limelight Are from we us. able to sue Anderson for breach of copyright? There's nothing original thought in their bodies, is there? No. <laughs> Honestly, I know I, 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 I know I lead. And where I lead, others follow. <laughs> well, we may have a bit of a problem there. If they're going to be... Uh, having similar adventures to you and uh, trying to grab the headlines from out from underneath you, we're going to have to start coming up with some perhaps more spectacular stories. I'll uh, make sure that your next adventure is uh, suitably exciting and Why daring. Why do we need to have adventures? I mean, surely we're just, like, political campaigners. Why does everything need to be, like, battles to the death with dragons and brides and crime squids who are really octopuses and... You know, this is not what I signed up for when I joined the party. I was like, you know, yes, I'm happy to hand out leaflets and discuss things on the doorstep with people, but nobody said anything about getting murdered. Have you ever played Dungeons and Dragons before? Uh, I'm not familiar with it. Is, is it similar to um, Executive Office File Clock? Yeah, somewhat. <laughs> this is the world we live in. This is politics. This is how politics has always been. They do save a cousin for us in politics. <laughs> right. We're going to have to do a bit of damage control on this whole story. Our uh, MP for Douche Castle is kind of a marginal. Uh, she's uh, over in the, the other hall over there. If you can uh, find out from her what's going on, what happened, and maybe we can spin it in some way. Hmm. Yes, I think we should spin it in a way that make Anderson look bad. Like I thought I'd already <laughs> damage controlled that Sir Archibald Fletcher. Yes, it seemed to that they got together whilst you were on the road heading back from um, from the Forest of Mean. Uh, you guys, uh, you didn't stop to um, have lunch at any point, did you? We stopped to sort out a giant. <laughs> well, I, I'm aware of all that. Okay, and, uh, and then it was, was quite a long and, and breakfast. Yes, and there's always a lunch. Yeah. Yes, that's probably when they did it then. Well, that's just all taking right. advantage. It is, yes. <laughs> this is the cut and thrust of politics. Uh, also, I'll sort of points you towards uh, a little um, room where the uh, M- MP is situated, and um, she goes off to uh, deal with some of uh, the other uh, major issues that are going on at the um, at the conference. As uh, the uh, the party manifesto is currently being written, and uh, she's getting hundreds of calls uh, per minute. Uh, so you head into this little hall. It's mostly empty, semi-circular room with chairs placed around a stage. Uh, and on the stage, you see one young woman pacing back and forth. Uh, she is a half-elf like you, Dareth. Oh, yeah. uh, although from the looks of her, you would guess that she is more of a rogue uh, than a, a bard. Uh, she uh, looks over at you uh, and says, Oh, um, <clears throat> hello. Uh, uh, Kynock, MP for Douche Castle. Nice to meet you. You're the uh, campaign team, aren't you? Yes. yes. Hello. 
Yes, Are you uh, okay? You, you, uh, well, it's uh, been a it's been a difficult uh, few days. I I have to say, I uh, you haven't brought Gorlak with you, have you? And she kind of looks behind you and sees that he's not there and goes, "Good, good, good." Uh, so, um, well, my uh, my constituency's had a bit of a problem with this uh, whole floating brain monster that's been wandering around and. Uh, well, it's sort of my fault, you see. Um, the brain used to belong to my brother, you see. And uh, you know how brothers are. And, uh, well, uh, I, you know, did a bit of uh, light necromancy, possibly. And it kind of went a little bit wrong. There's no uh, such thing as light necromancy. It's necromancy. It's necromancy. It's necromancy. necromancy. It's necromancy. It's by definition, dark. Oh, no, oh. I was going to say, it's not <laughs> a necromancy or it's not. I may be reading a book about that. Ah, yes. Well, uh, we may, um, listen, my brother was, uh, beheaded several years ago in a, a something of a, a scuffle with, um, well, with a goblin called, uh, Hormok the Beheader. And, uh, well, uh, after that, we, um, you know, I seriously considered uh, resigning from the party when old uh, Gorlak became leader. It's uh, it's not right, you know. But well, just, just because Gorlak I don't know. the betrayer, the the beheader actually went around beheading people, doesn't mean that that Gorlak the betrayer is going to go around betraying people. I mean, they don't all live up to their names. No, Gorlak, Gorlak is not a Hormak. No. and and <laughs> you are not your brother. I hope. Well. Well, no, no, I have my own brain, you see. Um, yes, there we go. Okay, we've I distinguished mean, you from your brother. <laughs> That's a start. I, well, I used this, uh, I was given this book, you see, and she holds up a copy of Necromancy for Dummies. Um, okay. <laughs> and, uh, I well, used that book when I was in college to try and cheat at one of my exams. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a dark day. <laughs> well, yes, um, well, it did rather turn my brother into kind of a ravening brain. brain monster yes that was you know eating other people's brains it was uh it was you know the, the the worst part is that i feel lucky that i just is... got a sarcastic dead rabbit <laughs> what i let okay tell us about this sarcastic dead rabbit <laughs> well it's a like fancy book ah. and the spell did a bad. I I did a bad. The spell was probably fine. I just thought that would be fine to do it on anything. It said to do it on the new moon, and that was two days ago. And I didn't have time to wait till the next full moon. And then the rabbit spent the rest of the year sitting in my backpack, snark, just just being a snark. What was the rabbit's name? Bouncy bun. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, sorry. I, the DM, am making some notes here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she looks at you, Dareth, and goes, "Well, oof, I suppose you're in the same boat as me. You know, it's yeah. uh, it is slightly uh, illegal. You know." Uh, yeah, I was surprised I mean, that the uh, university had a course in it. It's only a little bit. <laughs> it's. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's only like. It's fine. I, I just think if, if, you, if you cut your up like, tops. you know, bright eating brains, then, then 
you're probably breaking some kind of more major penal code. I think conjuring up I mean, nobody... dead bunny rabbits is, is probably the right side of the law. I, well, nobody knows it was me uh, yet. Um, ah, I see I, the I problem. It's only a matter of time. Um, I mean, what we could do, I mean, they're writing the manifesto at the moment. Perhaps if we could uh, convince your man Gorlak to, uh, you know, support uh, the legalization of some forms of necromancy, that would uh, that would rather help me along a little, wouldn't you? Don't think there's some other things we need to legalize. Uh, well. Uh, you say that. I mean, we just have to kind of, you know, sneak it in there, a footnote on a footnote, and um, Bob's your uncle, as they say. Um. <clears throat> I mean, it, it could be a good uh, good scoop for us. I mean, you know, the, the, there are some people pushing for the decriminalization of necromancy. I mean, that that, that man, Mark Schaefer, he's he's all for it. He, he, he's going to plunge millions into the party if we start supporting his ideas. Uh, that's the book I'm going to read, isn't it? Yes, he's the richest man in the world, and if we had someone like that bankrolling our campaign, then, well, the, the unicorns would have something to worry about then. Hmm. Does this, does this sound a little fishy to anyone else? extremely it... fishy and a little bit chippy. <laughs> I, I think I, if I can ever spell the word, I might have a problem with ethics. Well, you can talk to the ethics committee, but um, listen, we can't lose Douche Castle as a constituency. It's it's right on the border. It's a it's a super marginal. It was Unicorn, then it was Fable, then it was Unicorn, and it's Fable again, and it's one of those key constituencies that we need to keep hold of. So, uh, just at least mention it to Gorlak. Maybe would though, it would be easier for us to keep hold of it if you hadn't unleashed giant brain-eating brain on the constituency. Well. We can't do much about that now, can we? Oh, time travel. I read something about there's definitely time travel for dummies. <laughs> ah, time travel for dummies. Uh, uh, I'll go down to the library <laughs> and see if they've got it. I think I send that one back to the library. Tomorrow. <laughs> well, how, how about this? We, we uh, Gorlak's having a little birthday party, I think. So how about we go down and uh, have, have a word with him? What do you say? On his birthday party? I, yeah. I'm not sure that going up to him on this birthday party and saying, hey, we want to introduce necromancy as part of our manifesto uh, because I accidentally unleashed a brain-eating brain on the marginal constituency not, is going to go down awfully well. It's not the sort of present what that would, I would want. Time in a place. What would, what would you suggest then? Time travel. Not going, not going down to Gorlag's birthday party and saying that. Not unleashing a brain-eating brain oh. on the marginal constituency. Hmm. Well, we can't undo that now. So, how, what do we do going forward? Don't do it again. Can we unleash the brain-eating brain on the uh, unicorn campaign? There's it, barely a snack. <laughs> well, they did kind of kill the brain-eating brain, and that's why they were on the news. Oh, oh, yeah. necromancy! Pay attention to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> to the moon, the news. Necromancy. Oh, no. they, they we revive the brain. <laughs> The thing that makes me concerned about this this Mark Schaefer, um, I, I when I was a junior reporter for the BBC, um, his name was never a hundred percent trusted. If he would only well, support us if we endorsed necromancy, what does that say about him? Well, it's I think for him, it's all about the technology aspect of it. 
maybe if we sort of put some safeguards in and say it's it's okay for some people, you have to have a license, maybe. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, how about this? What what if we, uh, you know, we legalize it, and then you know, maybe a couple of years down down the line, we can say that. Uh, well, yeah, who who needs to be alive to vote? You know. That is definitely That's... not a good idea. I think we should definitely let prisoners vote before we let the dead vote. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, you, you were down in uh, Northport, weren't you? Uh, we need to come up with a, a way to spin this, as else, I would say. Um, do, do, do we need to, or do you need to? We, the party, oh. need to. Yes, of course. Oh. I mean, I could just uh, tell people that... Uh, I I'm the brains of the outfit, eh? Um, no, no. So, so, I, 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 no. I'm, I'm I'm struggling to see a positive outcome. Um, and I'm usually a very positive person. I'm sure. How about we? How about we won? We we can't you know defend uh, my actions here. But how about we uh we we launch an all-out assault on uh, my on my opponents? Uh, really dig up something uh, on her and uh, and what she's opponent? been up to. Carrick uh, Hopkins. Okay, has she done? I, I hate <laughs> to ask this, but has she done something worse than unleashing a giant brain-eating brain on the constituency? Well, she did once eat a sandwich in a weird way. Oh, no. Which that's... in many ways is worse. In, in worse. what ways is that worse? <laughs> How can you eat I'm... a sandwich in a weird way? It's I a mean, sandwich. She managed it. There's two ways to eat it. Up and upside down. However, burritos... <laughs> You eat them, and wh- however you eat them, you always eat them in a weird way, because there's always too much filling, and then it's all over your face. <laughs> I think we're getting off the subject. I suspect that if we just plaster those pictures of her looking a bit weird all over the papers, then, uh, well, it would uh, obscure any supposed crimes that I might have done. Uh, are there any pictures of you eating a sandwich in a weird way? Well, uh, are there I'm any vegetarian. pictures of you eating a lettuce sandwich in a weird way? <laughs> Or a lettuce. I, I, We're easy. Cucumber I sandwiches. <laughs> Never trusted cucumber sandwiches. Uh, well, I hope not. I don't I just, think so. I don't so. think eating a sandwich um, in a weird way is is more of a crime than unleashing a brain-eating brain. Well, they said you were supposed to be the experts on this. Uh, I'm not. I'm not hearing a lot of ideas. I'm just hearing a lot of criticism. It's really hurting my feelings. I mean, we we, we are pretty good at. Resolving, yeah, criticism as well. Um, resolving <laughs> major issues like dragon killing or yeah, yeah. Major but the major issues have been resolved here, which is that the brain eating brain has been defeated by your friend Anderson and and that yeah. one. Um, so I'm not quite sure. Should we should we try to humanize the brain eating brain? Ooh, ooh, that's a good. Ooh, idea. this is a yes. good idea. That's better. Yes, than I would campaign. far rather campaign positively. I like this. Against our enemies. Mm. Yes, hard as it may be, but but that way we would make the unicorn team look even worse, because that way yes. your dead brother. They, they, yes, they destroyed yes. his yeah, brain. Yeah, we're kind of lost over the time. fact that your your dead brother was eating people's brains. 
somehow. <laughs> I mean, nothing can be proved, I don't think. Uh, uh, Pelicos, roll a persuasion check for me. Okay. With advan- I'll give you advantage, because that was really good. Oh. Um, persuasion. Go ahead, you are persuasive. You are Pelicos persuasive. 23. You are yeah. Pelicos persuasive. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, can you roll a d4 for me? Oh, I shall. Two. Okay. I will add that to your advantage there. Okay. That's looking... Uh, pretty close there oh wait sorry i did maths wrong (laughs) i used maths for evil again Uh, (laughs) there we go okay cool so yeah that will be your line in uh douche castle um cool so uh gork's birthday party is going on if you'd like to head over there uh what did you get for gorlack what presents did you get for gorlack I was going to make him a cake, but that all went horribly wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've got him a new tie. Oh, what colour is it? Red, I assume? It, it is red, but it's also got um, little tiny, like, goblin faces on it. Oh, that's lovely. It's very cute. Uh, Palacos, what did you get? I, I got him an exclusive tailoring voucher. Ooh, that's cool. <laughs> Are you suggesting that Gorlack has ill-fitting suits? <laughs> no! I am merely suggesting that he should dress according to his station. Ooh, okay. Uh, Derek? I made Gorlack a mixtape. Of course you did. <laughs> uh, can you all roll charisma? Yes. See how good these uh, are? Passable. Twelve. <laughs> okay. Twelve. Okay. Uh, 16. Okay, yeah, I think yours is received the best, Tilda. Yeah, it's very sweet. It's got little cartoon goblin faces uh, on it. Maybe Aww. it's just not in his clothes. <laughs> so, uh, the party's been held in the main conference hall. It's a, a wide room with a big stage at the end, uh, an open area before it. Uh, usually they have the big speeches and such in here, but at the moment uh, all the chairs have been moved aside and there's a dance floor, uh, tables of food, uh, and uh, the band is playing. Of course, Dareth, it's your band. Uh, are you up there with yes. them? Yes! Okay. Oh, I should uh, say that the mixtape I gave Gorlak was tracks from my band. Of it's course not really it was. A mixtape, <laughs> is it, then? It's just a tape. <laughs> yes, but I did mix it. <laughs> uh, can you make a performance check for yeah, me, Dara? Tell us first, like, what does the show look like? The show? So, yeah. I think we established there were four people in this band. So, it's sort of this it starts as your average, like, rock band setup. And then suddenly it gets really glittery. Mm-hmm. And it's sort You've been inspired by Jamie Childs. <laughs> yeah, I think it, it, it's sort of like glam goth is the look of it. Ooh. Focus on the glam. <laughs> uh, so yeah, make your performance check. That will be a 13. Um... It's okay. You're a bit rusty. Uh, I think you're, yeah, I think you're a bit rusty. It's been a while since, you, and you didn't get a lot of time to uh, rehearse. No, uh, and I was mostly busy but, making sure that the, I could find the mixtape to give to Gorlack as well. 
but the special effects are very good uh, <laughs> and everyone uh, enjoys that uh, yeah you see a couple of other people from the party um, you see Bernard Fendek is uh, out serving beef chow mein uh, you see Edwina in, uh, is uh, uh, avoiding the sandwich table um, you see yeah just a couple of other people you've met along the way uh, are all around uh, Gorak of course is uh, surrounded by uh, his uh, advisors and uh, ministers and uh, there are a couple of bards who are hanging around who are like trying to uh, ask him questions and uh, uh, eventually he kind of goes ah, uh, uh, excuse me I, I must uh, go and talk to my friends over here uh, sorry 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 really need to, to chat uh, friends hello get me away from these people hello definitely just stay near me I shall dance for my wish yes. Yes, those bastards asking me about Douche Castle, asking what if we're going to start supporting necromancy now is the the reason it's outlawed. Uh, We saw what happened with that, of course. Yes, definitely. I'm dancing with my elbows here to keep the other other bards away. Uh, Make a... Acrobatics? Acrobatics, yeah. I like that one. 18. Yeah, yeah, you're keeping people at bay. Acrobatically uh, elbowing. Uh, Golak's uh, magic mirror pings and he keeps looking at it and he goes, oh, This thing isn't working properly. I dropped it before. And you know what happens. And, uh, I need to get a new one, really. Uh, I need What I really need is a day off. But uh, an election coming and a conference on. I've got to give a speech today. It's all a bit, it's all a bit much. Uh, you couldn't, um, couldn't cover for me for a minute, could you? I'm just going to go and have a lie down. Is that what you'd like for your birthday? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, we can make that happen. We can do the birthday magic. Uh, okay, so Gorlak goes to have a little lie down in the in a back room. Uh, uh, as you're kind of you know patrolling and uh, making sure nobody's uh, looking for him too hard. I'm making sure that nobody's uh, looking for him by the butt fight <laughs> Of course you are. <laughs> Uh, Dareth, let's start with Yellow. you. Uh, as you're going around, uh, af- after your uh, performance, uh, one of the bards uh, uh, that's not in your band sort of comes up to you. Uh, she's an elf who's uh, dressed in black with a silver scarf and a lute that matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, she comes up to you and goes, Dareth Moonbeam, I'm a big, big fan, big fan of your work. I, I heard of what happened with that in uh, the House of Lords. I uh, just... Uh, I, I work for the Asgardian. I was wondering if I could get the uh, inside scoop from you. Ooh, I could absolutely tell you everything you want to know. Ooh, okay. Uh, well, uh, let's uh, let's see. Um, you, uh, you you went down into uh, to, to uh, the forest of Mean, of course, and uh, there was uh, oh, a big, big metal robots and they caused a lot of damage. Uh, how are the Fable Party going to pay for all those damages? Taxes. Uh, on whom? The well, rich. You're not going to tax them. Uh, well, oh, isn't that going to affect jobs? I mean, the jobs are already quite scarce in the Forest of Mean. Ooh, economics questions. <laughs> in a politics podcast? <laughs> not as much as I would think. If you can have an infrastructure that supports everyone within it, it solves a lot of your weights in society. Hmm, uh, well... I hear that Mr. Gorlack is uh, planning some uh, major reforms. Uh, is he not pushing too much too fast? Is this too much change for people to accept? Why not go the whole changey hog? <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, it might scare some people off, I suppose. That's true. Hogs are scary. <laughs> yes, there was a giant one I hear once at the country club, but... Uh... Oh, I wouldn't <laughs> know anything about that. Um... <laughs> Listen, listen. Uh, how, how are you doing as as a um, as a political advisor? How do you find this job? It's the best job I've had in my life. Pay well? No. <laughs> the pay's not great, but the work is hard. <laughs> well, if you're ever considering um, a switch back to the old. Uh, other side of the coin, as it were, and she hands you her business card and says, "Just, uh, just give me a call." Uh, the name's Peseg. Peseg. Yes. Okay. Um, by the way, that was all in confidence, wasn't it? Oh, oh of course, <laughs> of course. Good, 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 good. Well, enjoy the party. <laughs> uh, Pelicos. Yes. Uh, at your, uh, how how is Pelicos uh, acting around the party? Are, are you kind of uh, flaunting your style, or are you keeping to the shadows in a roguish way? My style flaunts itself, <laughs> but uh, I remain within sight of the uh, back room. I am still a little wary of Glorak and, and his magic mirror, as I have been uh, warned. As you are walking around, you see a woman in her, say, like late fifties. Uh, she's looking a little bored, uh, though she is uh, flicking through a book. And uh, as you kind of pass by, you see it is called "Dead and Loving It?" Question mark. How the necrotic arts lost their charms by Hammond the Skull. Uh, you notice that uh, she's wearing a blue dress with little silver bells on it, and she sort of spots you looking at her book and goes, "Oh." Oh, oh! You're uh, you're that you're him, aren't you? You're that um, that purple was his name, but Padding Paddington, but Pelicos, Pelicos Saint Etienne. No, 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 that wasn't it. Uh, it was uh, Parkleford, something like that. Uh, you, you did the whole thing with the dragon, didn't you? Oh yes, yes, I was part of that team. Oh, lo- lovely to meet you. Uh, she offers a hand to shake. Hello. Yes, I'm uh, Professor Labriel of the uh, University of Bridgeford. Uh, lifelong fable voter. Uh, happy to get an invite here. Um, take a seat, take a seat. Uh, so, it's a rather momentous occasion, isn't it? Uh, first goblin running for Prime Minister and all that. Uh, how do you get mixed up in all of this? Oh, well, yeah, yeah, I just tend to find myself mixed up in things. Uh, it's part of my job. <laughs> That's wonderful. Now, I, I forgive me for professional curiosity. If you could uh, tell me a little bit about this, uh, I, I've heard rumours about this dragon thing that went on. And it was an uh, undead dragon. What, what can you tell me about it? Um, I believe it was fairly firmly dead when we finished dealing with it. But um, <laughs> of course, the jury apparently is out on that. Well, what do you mean by that? Well, I get the feeling it may not be quite as dead as as it made itself out to be. Oh, that's uh, that's rather interesting. Uh, what makes you say that? Well, I don't have any evidence, of course. Um, nothing, nothing. This is politics, this after is, all. This is this is merely a state of mind and, a, and a, an intuition. Well, 
Uh, she kind of adjusts and her little bells start jingling. She says, well, uh, yeah. if you ever need any uh, advice on uh, dealing with the undead, uh, just uh, just uh, give me a call. I, 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 know, I know a thing or two. It's rather my area of uh, research. I'm doing uh, doing a, uh, a paper on it at the moment, as it were. Yes, I see. Um, I seem to be attracting quite a lot of um, necromantic interest these days. Uh, yes, uh, Yes, yeah, you're, uh, you do seem to have a bit of a magic about you. Uh, are you a wizard of some sort? I, I, I have taken on a little bit of sorcery. Ooh, a little sorcery. bit of wild magic. Oh, yes, it seems very wild. And uh, she kind of uh, gives a little pat on your cheek. And, Ooh, you're a, I say, Mr. Pericles, you're feeling a little cold at the moment. Uh, Am I? Yes, you haven't been dabbling in necromancy yourself, have you? Um, not that I'm aware of. Well, if, uh, if it's, uh, I do worry about, uh, my good, uh, good people who are in the business. And, uh, she, uh, unhooks one of the bells off her dress and hands it to you. This will, uh, maybe some help to you. It's, uh, a necrotic, uh, bell. It will, uh, keep the spirits of the dead at bay. Uh, they're used by uh, some necromancers in uh, some uh, parts of the world, uh, but uh, mostly to keep the darkness away rather than to call it towards you. So if you ever find yourself uh, facing off against uh, uh, undead dragons or the sort, just uh, give it a little ring and uh, they'll, uh, they'll turn and flee from you. Well, thank you very much, ma'am. No, yeah, not, not, not a problem. Not a problem. Uh, Tilda. Yes, I'm working my way down the buffer. Yes, of course you are. Uh, you, as you're working your way down, you you find uh, the chef who is still kind of like preparing some things and is like doling out hot um, the, the hot meals, and uh, he sees you and goes, "Ah, you are uh, Madame Tilda. I am very pleased to meet you. My name is Hollande. I'm very pleased to meet you too, Hollande. It is very very oh, nice food." Ah, enchanté. Now, I would like your professional opinion. Uh, I am uh, working on a new piece of food that I wish to uh, give to our prospective uh, prime minister. If uh, you would uh, give your professional opinion, I would be most satisfied. My, 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 my opinion is more of, a, uh, more of the opinion of an eater than a cooker. Well, um, uh, I can certainly I, taste I, whatever it is and tell you whether it's nice or not. Uh, he reaches uh, to a one of those covered uh, plates and uh, lifts it off, and uh, you see uh, two slices of bread uh, that are sandwiching some bacon. And uh, he says, "Now nah, this was invented by my great mentor, Wetrose of the Twelve Taste Buds." <laughs> Which is an unusual number of taste buds, <laughs> but she made it work. Alas, she died from a freak meat grinder accident, and I was completely innocent in the uh, whole affair. Now, uh, Madame uh, Tilda, if you would uh, perhaps uh, take a taste test and uh, let me know how you feel. I check around very carefully to make sure no one's taking photos of me <laughs> with their magic mirrors. And I Make a perception check. Yeah, okay. 19. Okay, you do see one person has their little mirror pointed towards you. Okay. 
Okay, I carefully turned my back on that person before I set <laughs> up the, the bacon and bread concoction. What, what are you going to call it, Oland? Oh, I was thinking of uh, calling it the Sandwich of Destiny. Okay, um, <laughs> I'm going to try it. Okay, uh, make a constitution saving throw. 14. Okay, you managed to cough it up. Uh, before anything too bad happens. Uh, but you notice that uh, this bacon uh, was not only a little uh, undercooked, uh, it was also poisoned. And you, uh, with your rangery knowledge, you re- you recognise the poison. And uh, Orland is kind of looking at you expectantly and says, Well, uh, how was it? Did you make this? Uh, we, I made it uh, this morning and uh, uh, with uh, some of my uh, assistants, uh, but uh, it is all my idea. Okay, you made it this morning. Did you leave it on its own at any point? I had it, I had it guarded by my uh, my my trusty uh, partners who work in the kitchen. Okay, can I tell what sort of poison it is? Uh, you can. Uh, it's um. Let me think of a fake name for it. That would be good. <laughs> uh, I can't think of a fake name, but it is the kind of poison that would leave somebody susceptible to mind control. Okay. Um, I feel I should have a word with you about your your bacon concoction. I mean, for a start, I mean this this is the uh, you know this is no good at all because the bacon's not cooked. So I'm gonna roll it up and oh. stuff it in my pocket. Um, <laughs> Save it for later, you know. Come back to the kitchen with me and I will teach you how to do this properly. I I feel somewhat insulted by your insinuation, I must say. I'm a professional chef. I'm aware that you're a professional chef, but are you aware that bacon should be cooked? I I cooked it myself. I cooked it three times. Why did you cook it three times? Uh, Because I burned the first two. Uh, No, no, it it should be slightly burning. And then you get this kind of crunch, and that's very delicious. Uh, okay, uh, ma- make a persuasion check for me. Ooh, I am feeling persuasive. Sixteen. Uh, okay, yeah, he nods and he uh, follows you into the kitchen. Uh, as Tilda is led away into the kitchen, uh, Dareth and uh, Pelkos, uh, as you kind of... Uh, to meet up again uh, somewhere in the room uh, you are tapped on the shoulder and behind you is a small little goblin uh, with a kind of ill-fitting oversized jumper uh, who has a bit messy hair and he, you recognise him as Croc who is Gorlak's husband Hello and, uh, Hi pal uh, Hello Hello um, Excuse me I, I, I need to uh, just uh, have a quick word with you for a second uh, and he kind of nods over to a um uh, a different uh, side room to the one Gorlak is sleeping in. Oh, good oak. He sort of gives some hellos to people, and uh, as you sort of close the door behind you, he goes, right, I've got a bit of a problem. Um, it's, sorry, it's it's not, you know, a big world-saving fight against a giant metal zombie prime minister, but it's uh, it's quite important. Uh, the, f- the fate of Gorlak's life may be at stake. You see, um, well, I-, I got him a birthday present and uh, somebody's stolen it um, I need your help finding it. How does this mean his life's at stake? Uh, is it the sort of present that is going to be so amazing his life would just be lesser without it? Yes, it's a new state of the art 
magic mirror. Okay. Oh, I, he doesn't even friend, learn. Yes, a, a friend of mine works at uh, Reflections Communications, and she got hold of a prototype of the newest model. I was really excited, but uh, somebody lifted it out of my my luggage this morning. Uh, they're going to try and sell it on the beige market. It's uh, like the black market, but with more paperwork. <laughs> Well, at least he won't have any of his uh, details on that. Well, it is supposed to sync up uh, automatically, uh, but uh, if you can just find it for me, uh, I'll, uh, you know, it, it would really make his birthday perfect because he know he's been very upset at his uh, his current mirror. It's not really working properly. Right. Okay. Leave it with us. We can do it. <laughs> Thank you. We can do uh, something probably. So, uh, you walk out into the party hall. What are you doing to try and uh, track down this person? Could I do a perception check for anybody with a shifty looking package? Yeah. Perception. 21. Okay, yeah. You see that bard, Pesek, uh, is over by the sandwich table and is looking at the remnants of uh, the bacon sandwich uh, that Tilda identified as poisoned and uh, she looks disgruntled and as you are looking at her she sees you looking and gets a bit of a panic and she rushes off into the kitchen I follow yeah uh, do you tell Pelikos? I think Pelikos will see me lagging it across the room. <laughs> oh, pod on the run! <laughs> In the kitchen, thank uh, you, Tilda. I assume I you are <laughs> uh, Tilda. You are showing. Uh, I, I am Orlande. showing Orlande how to make a proper bacon sandwich that is not poisony. <laughs> I'm looking at the cupboards for brown sauce. Uh, as you are looking in the cupboards for brown sauce, can you make a perception check? Eleven. 11. With an 11, as you're uh, scrambling through the uh, cupboards, I think you have to stand on Orlan's shoulders, uh, you hear a (gasps) sound, and you look down, and somebody has a knife to Orlan's back, and uh, it's one of the junior chefs who looks up at you, Tilda, and then looks down at Orlan, and is about to say something, when the door opens... And Peseg comes running in, and she says, Cheese it! We've been found out! (laughs) Can you all roll for initiative? campaign trail was written and produced by Joel Corner. It starred Aim Phoenix as Dareth Moonbeam, Stephen Poor as Pelicos the Various, and Joanne Hall as Tilda Northwanderer. The theme music is The News Team by Dr. Hollywood. Additional music credits are in the episode description. You can follow the campaign trail at thecampaigntrail.co.uk, on Twitter at thecampaigncast, on facebook.com forward slash campaigncast, and at soundcloud.com forward slash joel-corner. That's J-O-E-L hyphen C-O-R-N-A-H and at joelcorner.com. In next week's episode, the chase is on. Some ruffians have stolen the leader of the opposition's magic mirror, and probably some policy stuff will have to go down as well. Until then, go back to your constituencies and prepare 
for adventure.